0: Welcome back everyone to episode number 162 of Stream of Thought. And today we start (laughs) the conversation with political yard signs. Oh, you know what we're talking about. And then in regards to political yard signs, we've got Victor's neighbor and a conflict that occurred over a decade ago And yet, Victor and I kind of rehash some of those (laughs) grievances that I've held for such a long time. Yes, and speaking of grievances, we've
1: got a ranting ricks coming up near the end of the episode. A ranting ricks! And of course, when we're talking about Glen Ellen, we have to talk a little bit about the keeping up with the Joneses culture. And just uh, the things that we see growing up. So with that being said, episode number 162 of Stream of Thought... We hope you enjoy. Dude, so I don't know how, I mean, it's not like I had a whole day of doing stuff, but I had gotten uh, an email saying my photos were ready at Walgreens, which I wasn't expecting to go there until sometime way later today, because I ordered them last night. But I, um, I go there down the street, and they're not open yet. So I'm like sitting there for 15 minutes waiting for them to open, and it was just really annoying. <laughs> I don't know if you ever have that, but I had it all planned out. Go to Walgreens, pick up the photos, come back, have probably 10 minutes or so before we start recording, given your text from earlier. But I'm going there ready to pick up the photos, and it's like, oh, I can't go in. I guess
0: I'll just stand here for 15 minutes. Well, that is that is something, actually, that I think about quite a bit, is that – so you said it, it only opened at 9, like right at 9 or something?
1: Yeah, and I can't remember if – they always opened at nine or if maybe they opened earlier but now they open at nine because businesses change their hours i couldn't
0: recall. yeah no that's the thing too is i know the walgreens by my house has has changed hours periodically i know during the pandemic but i think normally they open up at eight but still it's one of those things where it's not like a walmart or a target where it opens at freaking seven o'clock six o'clock depending on what store you go to
1: walmart on 53
0: opens at 6 a.m., I think. Yeah. I hate when that happens, where you show up. Walgreens, I've had that experience multiple times, where I'm just sitting there waiting for the person to open oh, the door. Oh, yeah.
1: You've had <laughs> – sitting there waiting for them to open the door, sitting there waiting for them to open up a register.
0: Oh, so, my goodness. <laughs> just the, sitting there waiting for someone to help you. The chaos and the <laughs> anarchy. Yeah. I, I feel you, man. <laughs> I feel you. But you got it all taken care of. It, it it was all all worked through. Yeah, properly. I mean, I was I was in and
1: out, and then I go so, and then I walk in, and the woman behind the counter, uh, is wearing she has her mask on, but it's not covering her face. It's like underneath her chin, so it's like, come on, like this is you know I know you got the plastic shield. I got my mask on. Like it's ready. It's, it's work. Like you need to have, <laughs> have it on. Right. I'm not going to, I'm not going to complain and ask for a manager, but it's like, you know, it's like walking out of the house, you know, with your fly open or forgetting your shoes. Like, come on, let's just get with the, pr- and then the, and then the manager was like wearing his mat, like his mask. It was like scrunched up at his nose But it wasn't covering his mouth. It's like, who's running the store here? What is going on? Oh,
0: my God. That does sound like anarchy.
1: Sunday morning, opening up the store, make sure your shoes are tied, your shirt's tucked in, your mask is on.
0: (laughs) Well, we had a – at my house, it was a similar experience. There were a couple of um, political campaigners driving through and they rang the doorbell. And this is what my dad had told me, is that there were two of them that had rung the doorbell. They had two cars that were literally parked blocking the street. And they decided to just park their car, walk over, and try and solicit for whatever candidate they were, you know, uh, supporting. And neither of them were wearing masks. And no masks in the inside or anything like that. And I'm thinking to myself, if you want one reason for me to vote against your candidate, you're pretty much giving me that reason right now. It's like, yeah, no, let me know Let me know who you're campaigning for because now I know not to vote for them. <laughs> and that was my attitude. It's like <sighs> – it's – yeah, I, I'm, I'm – It was local elections? It's local elections. It's the DuPage uh, – the DuPage something right. or other. So at that point –
1: Are there a ton of signs in your yard again?
0: No! Like it was last surprisingly year. Surprisingly <laughs> not. Although we do have my, – my mom and my dad had a dinner with uh, – one of the the candidates who's running for I think force preserve board or something like that. So we have we have one sign out, but luckily we have not had to deal with the barrage of signs like in past elections where they just keep popping up and stuff. Cuz once once you see like two or three signs pop up in front of our house, then it's just the swarm just comes down and then we've got two dozen that are just there. So I remember last year you had said
1: people cuz it's it's that strip of It's that strip of grass, and then all the bushes, and then behind the bushes is your front yard, and I remember how it's an easy area for someone to just pull over real quick, just throw some signs in there, because you can't really see it from your house if you're just in your house, but you can see it if you're driving by, and so it it comes off as this, as your property, as your house is supporting all these candidates, when in fact it's just a a piece of, you know, land just out there for anybody to do with whatever they want if they want to
0: promote something. Right, like like how and, you see on the expressway turnoffs or whatever, where yes, there's just like twenty yes. of them. Yeah. That's kind of the attitude <laughs> that take.
1: And I remember I remember you mentioned this I think it was it had to been this time last year, maybe in November, when I was what was I do or maybe it was a couple years ago before I moved. But I saw a bunch of signs out front and then another time I saw a bunch of them, like, broken in half or they were taken out and they were thrown thrown off farther to the side. And I was like, oh, that's strange. And then, like, the next day you told me that you were the one who did that because <laughs> you didn't like how people were just throwing signs in front of you. Oh, yeah.
0: No, it was I – think, I think that might have been 2016. It would have been 2016 or 2018, um, fall of one of those years. I'm – Thinking okay. that it was 2016 because it was a presidential election. So, yeah, yeah. I, I I took great pleasure in. Dude, some people go crazy with those signs. Like, I didn't even
1: know until, I mean, I didn't really pay attention until I was probably old, old enough to vote. But the local elections, it's like, just like you said, Forest Preserve Board. Like, there's these offices that I didn't even know had elections and yeah. then you have the people who make sure they have a sign for every candidate they support in every single office that you can cast a vote in, and so you got people with like thirty signs in their yard.
0: You gotta wonder,
1: is that or one candidate, one candidate with like twenty signs, all boom, 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 boom all across the <laughs> sidewalk.
0: Well, and and that's the thing that I wonder too. In the same way that political advertisements on TV, I just wonder how effective, like. How many people's minds change because they see a sign on somebody's yard or see a commercial trashing the other opponent? Like, I mean, are Americans really that gullible that ads and and signage and stuff like that can sway their opinion and make them vote for somebody? Or is it more just for those that put signs out in front of their house, it's kind of a statement about who they are and what their ideology and, and political beliefs are? I don't know, man. I find it totally redundant and... Just useless. I I don't think that. It, I think it's both. It it yeah doesn't change anyone's mind <laughs> at all. <laughs> I don't think. I don't I don't know any. We've never. Well, my I remember our
1: neighbors have put uh, signs. Well, you in the were yard. you
0: were neighbors. One of your neighbors. Well, no, no. When a I certain was individual. no, but. But
1: the in, the in, <laughs> quick recap, which I know we've mentioned this before. But when your mother was – what was your mom running for? The Board of
0: Trustees for the Village of Glen Ellen.
1: Board of Trustees for the Village of Glen Ellen. And you had said – you asked me, hey, my mom – it was like her first time, right? She, she, had, time she had never run for office
0: before. She didn't want to do and it. So,
1: but, and so you said to me, hey, can we put a sign in your yard? This is my first time my mother is doing that's this. That's right. Help, and yada, yada, that's yada. right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was that, like, yeah. I would, but I can't because the person she's running against is my next door neighbor. <laughs> and you got mad at me and I was like, dude, I don't know. Like, what do you want me to say? The The person that is, that currently holds office that your mother is running against is my next door neighbor. He didn't. No, I cannot put a sign in my yard. <laughs> Your mom. So I'm first sorry. of all,
0: first of all, he didn't hold office. He was running against. Oh, I thought he no, did. No, he was he was literally running against the three uh, the three members who were selected as the most qualified by the nonpartisan, nonpolitical organization that Glenn Ellen has had for the past 50, 60 years or whatever. But then, but then,
1: when did he win? And he was in it for several years. Oh,
0: I yeah, he could still be there. I, okay, I don't that's know. what it yeah, was then. Yeah, because
1: so I knew, re-election. I knew there was some familiarity with the position. I didn't know. I was thinking that he had already held it, but I knew that he had that position for several.
0: Well, years. and here's the here's the thing too, dude. Is that. He violated so many norms. He was holding like fundraisers and stuff like that, which no one, no one who's running for the board of trustees for the village of Glen Ellen holds fundraisers and tries to politically campaign. And then he broke norms further by it has been an unspoken tradition. Obviously, it's not in the laws because he decided to do it. But he ran for reelection. I You're was, not supposed to run for I reelection. Say, yeah. I was just
1: about to say. I was just about to say. Is breaking norms the same thing as breaking laws or breaking rules? It's, if that's the
0: case, I—that's that, not yeah, the point. Yeah, it's the core it, civility. It, civility is the point that I try to say. It's not about—it's not about whether it's it's legally or politically right or wrong. But you could tell he was not in it for the benefit of the community. He was in it to try and raise his profile and to get certain things done for his group of friends which has become kind of the mantra of of current national Dude, isn't that what politics is? That's the thing, though. It's not supposed to be that way. It's not supposed to be that way. And my mom and the other individual who she served with, who were part of the Civic Betterment Party... Ended up doing the right thing. They were never, like, hard line on anything. They always listened to individual instances. They always listened to the arguments from both sides and made decisions. And my mom had to make a lot of really tough decisions where she wavered from voting yes or voting no on certain proposals and stuff like that. Whereas he, like, you could predict exactly what it was that he was going to do. It was not about representing the community. It was about him trying to make a name for himself. Did they ever have to work together? Oh, yeah. I mean, they served on the board. There were six board members, and so three But so is it
1: set up – okay. Yeah.
0: So that was my next question where
1: it's so strange – I think it's still set up like this where when a state votes for – a governor like there's a governor and then the lieutenant governor but you could have isn't the lieutenant governor just the person that comes in second place it's not the person that is selected by the governor
0: so you can have in theory the top two positions be butting heads against it, one it another varies from state to state some of them the tickets are tied together the other ones it's not it it's never second place somebody runs for a lieutenant governor like that's that's a position so it's not like you run for oh, governor in second place oh you become a lieutenant. that's governor. what it is it's right like yeah But then sometimes states have them tied together. So governor, lieutenant governor, it's like president, vice president type thing.
1: So in theory, you could have, you know, let's say there's, you said
0: there's three positions. There
1: are six total
0: positions that alternate. uh, What is it? Every three years, there's an election for three of them. So they, they alternate for six year terms. Got it.
1: Yeah. So you could have, so you could have uh, people working together that just do not
0: agree on anything. That's. Kind of what my mother wanted. That's what for, I'm asking. You know?
1: That's what, okay.
0: But here's the thing, and here's part of the reason, too, why I got so upset at this individual who was your neighbor, was that he hired private investigators to dig up dirt on my brother and tried to do a smear campaign <laughs> against my mom. It was, like, super traumatic for her. I mean, come on, I dude. did not know that. I feel like I've told you that once or twice before. No in the past. way, I would. I would definitely have remembered. He that. hired private investigators to try and and unseal my brother's juvenile court records, like the one court record that he had, or whatever. Oh my god! I mean, shady ass shit, and it's like this is fucking washington politics right now that's in, the world of politics in, but glenn ellen has always been relatively civil when it comes to that's public true. office holders
1: that is okay i i can understand the lens at which you're looking through these things now for so sure.
0: so my the i i do not despise very many people but individuals who do shit like that to those that I love, um, kind of get on my shit list for the rest of the, you know, my life. I'm now I'm never gonna forget that shit.
1: <laughs> but do you think it's one of those things where? And I'm not defending him. I'm just trying to think big picture. Do you think it it could be one of those instances where maybe the things that happened were not? It's not a part of that person's character, but he has they have people around them saying hey you should do this you should do that you should do this you should do that and maybe coerce them or or persuade them into doing things that they normally wouldn't do so because they have a, a team of people around them trying
0: to get them to win you totally. know what i'm saying so it's one of two options right either they are an incompetent leader who doesn't know how to stand their own ground for their own moral compass or they are intentionally part of this sort of devious behavior. So it's either you're a pushover or you're morally immoral. You get it? I mean, it's one of two, right? If if you're allowing your staffers to run the show for you, who are you as a leader? The, the only other alternative I can think of is that it's an intentional effort on behalf of that particular individual who wants power. Do you think
1: though people will do things without telling them? Right, like let's just say for De- let's just say Devil's Advocate, a private you know, investigator. Maybe he though, never a knew. Maybe he never knew. Maybe really. Maybe somebody else on the. I'm just saying. I'm not, and I'm not again speaking on this scenario, but just in general, someone's on a team. They want their person to win. They're going to do some things. They're not going to tell that individual because it's in their best interest not to know.
0: I think. I think yes, but it would. It would have. You'd have to get the wink and the nudge. From right, that person, exactly. like you'd have That's to know I gonna, that, yeah, that yeah I got they know you. the game, right? Going back, that they are,
1: yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, so, For so sure. it's the wink in the there's nut.
0: no there's no there's no good situation in which he comes off as a as a moral human being. I mean, in my book, anyway. Oh my gosh, it's true. I don't know. I don't know why you you're contesting this idea that uh, fucking. I'm not contesting it. I'm just
1: it's it, well because. I, the dynamic that you have with this person is completely different than my dynamic.
0: Yes. Right? Yeah. Did you know him as a, as a neighbor personally? Yes. Fascinating. Of course. Yeah. Well.
1: They moved next door when I was like eight (laughs) years old and then they left and then they moved, uh, I don't know, 15 years after that, 20 years after that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So it, it, it. So yeah. <laughs> right. And and here's the thing too about Glen Ellen, and I feel like, oh gosh, we used to talk about this. I think on when we had the straight up interviews and stuff. But Glen Ellen as a place of kind of um, the it's it's about the perception. It's about creating a positive image about yourself without actually revealing the deep. Because everyone wants to be perfect in Glen Ellen. Everyone wants to have the the, the White House and the picket fence. And the 2.5 kids and uh, Glen Ellen moms the in their Audi and the BMW, and in and the BMW, perfectly <laughs> manicured lawn done by you know uh, lawn care services. I, it's it's all about the perception. So in my in my experience living on the periphery in unincorporated Glen Ellen, the slums of Glen Ellen, so to speak, <laughs> you could see the disdain for my type of folk. Quite often. <laughs>
1: I've never heard it called that. The I don't know of if that's <laughs> ever a term
0: that's been used before to describe anything around Glen Ellen whatsoever, but...
1: But... Unincor- but yeah. <laughs> You're right. Unincorporated Glen Ellen is the politically correct term for the songs <laughs> of Glen Ellen. <laughs> 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 Dude, I remember one time... Um, So we used to have uh, soccer practice at Surrey Park, which I don't know if it's – I think it's unincorporated Glen Ellen, maybe. Uh, But it's the park right after – if you're driving down 355 and like the route that we used to take to to get to the office and you you make a first right after you pass underneath 355. And there's another road that's by the Chinese restaurant on Roosevelt. That if you take a right off of Roosevelt, driving to the Chinese Road, like that's the neighborhood back there. There's a park that we used to play soccer. Oh, okay, yeah. And and um, and so we used to play soccer there. And I remember one time, uh, and and even though it, it's Glen Ellen and it's I think it's unincorporated, it's, it's all apartment complexes. And it's not uh, – what's the word I'm looking for? Um, it's not prim and proper like you see several Glen Island neighborhoods right. as. Yeah. But it's not a dump. Like it's a – there's a playground and there's a basketball court and you know whatnot. It's not a dump at all. It's not shady. Yeah. It's just not prim and proper. Anyway, back in the day when we had landlines, I remember one time being at home and my dad was listening to a message – on the message machine, take a moment. Message machine, who remembers? Those? Seriously, so he he he's listening to this message back when they were called messages and st- before voicemails. That's Did you ever so notice that transition? I never. We went from. That. Messages to voicemails.
0: Oh, that's so weird.
1: All right? Yeah. You're... Even when it went from the cassette, even when we transitioned from a cassette, cassette to, a to c- it being CD a digital re- digital recorder, yeah. it was still a message. If you were calling the landline, it was a message. It was not called voicemail until cell phones came wow. out. Anyway, uh, so I'm listening to this message. I was, I'm like walking by. My dad's listening to it. And it's this woman who's the mom of some kid that plays soccer with us. And... She's like, hey, Victor, because uh, my dad and I have the same name. Hey, Victor, I was just calling you. Um, I just kind of wanted to express my concern, you know, for the neighborhood that, you know, the kids are practicing in, blah, 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 blah. And my first thought was just like, oh, my goodness, like such a prissy thing to call about. <laughs> yeah, it's not a dump. Like it's a night. it's a decent neighborhood. It's not. It's not nice, quote, unquote, nice being like – Downtown Glen Ellen, quintessential Pleasantville type, nice, you know. But it's it's not a dump. Yeah. And so I listen to this voice, and I was like, Oh my goodness, that that right there is what irks me of the individuals that you can find in DuPage County. Bro, I know. And there's no no nothing ever happened. Not once ever N- in the years Park. Fries,
0: no 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 there deals. was no yeah.
1: violence there was no crime there was no drug deals there was no stealing there was no kids picking on other kids like there was nothing it was just the it was just the contrast and this is where they're practicing and this is the area that the person lives in that just the difference in the aesthetics
0: yes oh my goodness lady yeah A Karen. It's a Karen right there. Yes. Karen before Karens. Karens before Karens. Yeah. Yeah. Karens have always existed, but it's kind of sad because one of my mom's best friends who actually was the director of children's ministry right after my mom served when we were growing up, her name is Karen. Um, And so my mom ended up meeting with her, I think it was about a month or so ago. And I think she mentioned that topic came up is like, oh, man, this has got to be a rough time to be a Karen, like to actually be named Karen. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. You. I mean, seriously. You see all these stories about people like, oh, hey, Karen, what's up, Karen? <laughs> it's like, how does the, oh. how
1: is it that the, I want to know, like, when things like that happen on the internet, is it, did one person make a meme, Karen, and everyone just caught onto it, or did, or was, is, is it just one of those things where maybe a few people in different parts of the country had this idea at the same time how does things just catch on like wildfire bro it's it's everyone knows what you mean now
0: karen like everyone there's There's no there's no need to clear even my mom knows what a karen is like (laughs) i think even even my my grandmother knows what a karen is and when you come to a point where you're reaching into some of the older generations that are like yeah we all know what a Karen is. I feel like a lot of that is the same reason why stuff goes viral and like um, like Gung, Gangnam Style or whatever, back when that was a yeah. thing. Like, there's not really a reason. I mean, it, it's not the best song in the world, but it was just, it was something that captivated people's attention and uh, was very easy to sum up this. And I think a lot of it was um, like black social media, which is a super powerful force, by the way. Never piss off black social mm-hmm. media. Um, but... I think it ultimately roots from the idea of, of a group um, trying to condense an extreme experience into a, a singular focal point, is kind of where I come from. Karen is the easiest. When Gangnam Style. Yeah, when
1: Gangnam Style came out, the last time. I was thinking, it's like, oh, the last time I, re- I remember hearing. A song that, like, the entire world just jumped
0: on was the Macarena. <laughs> that would be the white world, dude. I do not... <laughs> that is the white... I guarantee you, you will never go to an ethnically diverse wedding and hear the Macarena played. But at every single hear white, white wedding that you go to, I'm sure the Macarena is on the playlist somewhere. So, yeah. Even then. <laughs> white America versus... Yeah. Whereas Gangnam Style, it seemed it was everyone. It didn't matter, you know, where you were in the world. It was a, a universal thing.
1: I don't know. I feel like the Macarena also. You was really global. think the mo-
0: That may have been? Like- <laughs> I don't know. I was eight years old, so everything to me is like. Wait, were we really? I, the Macarena is that young? I thought yeah. it was before our time. Okay, I, di- I didn't no, know that. It's like ninety six. Right. I think. The Macarena. I don't know. Oh,
1: Macarena! Wow. I just remember being a kid listening to songs on the radio that I really liked, and there was no way for me to harness those songs. Absolutely no way for me to listen to them again. You had to listen to them on the radio or buy the CD. And you could only buy the CD if you knew who it was, but sometimes the songs get played and you don't know who it is, and there's no way to find out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That – it is so weird, and that's one of those moments too – I've talked about this before – where – we come to a divide where we literally, the millennial generation experienced pre and post what a global internet community looks like. So we understood what it was like before cell phones existed. And now we're experiencing what life is like after cell phones are existed. So like stuff like that, knowing what music is being played because all you have is a radio, that is something that no one under the age of like 25 would even comprehend. It's like, well, how? Yeah, I mean, so, so we, you know, in our formative years, we're kind of immersed into that pre-technology technology, and now here we are.
1: Or when you want to know when what's going to be on TV, you have the little booklet that you buy at Jewel or that gets mailed to you called TV
0: Guide. TV you Guide. Through the pages, and it tells oh you what's going to be on God. TV. The TV Guide. That's right.
1: Or you remember when they came out with the TV Guide Channel?
0: I think so. Oh, no, because you never had... Uh, I never had cable, but had I think... They had TV Guide channel. I think I knew it existed, just because we, when we were at hotels or whatever, they always had the TV Guide channel on there.
1: It was a channel that just had the TV Guide Rolled. rolling, like credits. Uh-huh. It was just rolling, and if you and if you missed the channel, you'd have to sit there and wait for it to cycle through. <laughs> yes!
0: To come I back. I totally... I do remember that. Uh, and then MapQuest as well. MapQuest was always top of the list print, print Whoa, off whatever directions. happened to
1: MapQuest and uh ask jeeves ask jeeves they were oh my
0: god that so that was not something that i ever really used too much but yeah yeah MapQuest. i don't know i don't know if they've evolved but they've kind of been overtaken by both google and apple um and then oh what was the other one it was uh oh aol instant messenger that was the other like kind of thing where you always got the CDs, and you just you could literally build a fort <laughs> with all the free trials. You you would have like ten ten oh, yeah. lifetimes worth of free AOL experience or whatever. AOL
1: Instant Messenger. AOL Instant I, every Messenger, now and yeah. then, I think of uh, I don't know what his name was, Clippy or something. That little oh, paperclip from was Microsoft Clippy. Word. That yeah. Was- bounce around and hop around and you can ask him on questions on document. how to do stuff or he'd
0: make suggestions for i was never revising. as irritated by clippy as i think a lot of people were <laughs> do you need help with this <laughs> like i i think he just went away after a
1: while like if you didn't click on him or leave if you took the mouse yeah. off of him then he just eventually just
0: disappeared fun <laughs> so um switching gears a little bit there was something that broke me this week and i'm sure you heard the news oh right it, yes. it broke me it truly broke me and I don't even think I need to say what it is I mean I will obviously for those that are living in a cave but still listening to podcasts uh, obviously we're <laughs> talking about Ruth Bader Ginsburg's death uh, obviously obviously I, I obviously. didn't think that I would need to say that but just for clarification you know there are some Neanderthals out there who like to listen to us so figured I'd um, clarify that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it was. I think it was on. So what? That was Friday night, right? Or was that? Yeah, it was Friday night that the news broke, Friday. and it was my dad who ended up like coming downstairs and telling me like that happened. And I was like, "Oh fuck! Oh just fuck!" I mean, first of all, twenty twenty has just been a fucking miserable year, and. Like, the one thing, and this is kind of, you know, we don't really talk about politics too much, but, um, you know, when, like, my mom and I were talking a couple of weeks ago, it was like, all, all that needs to happen, that regardless of, of who wins or whatever, just have Ruth Bader Ginsburg make it through the election, make it through January. Um, and, wow, talk about a foreboding thing. But I saw that, and knowing the rhetoric from the Republicans right now, the, you know, in the same way that they denied Merrick Garland uh, back in 2016, or yeah, 2016, when Obama had nominated him a year in advance of the election, the rationale by the Republicans was, we're not going to appoint a new Supreme Court justice in an election year. And then within the past couple of months, they've come out and said, we are definitely going to nominate a Republican, even if it's after the election. If we still have power, we're going to do it because, well, we can. And like, that's just, that's just, I, at this point, you know, I apologize for all of you uh, who identify as Republicans or whatever, but fuck, dude, your leaders just suck balls. I mean, (laughs) I the 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 rage that i feel internally um about the fact that they're just willing to cheat it's all about winning it doesn't matter about following the rules whatever you can do to win is the only important thing and so i knew that going in that's part of the reason why i was just so devastated to hear that news but bro it fucking broke me i was just like fuck it like I'm done with news. Like, I I hold my opinions. I know, you know, I know all the facts that are out there. I know the the, both reality and alternative reality that exists. None of that's going to change in the next two months. And so at this point, I'm just like, fuck it. You know what? They're going to confirm, they're going to confirm whoever to replace the most liberal justice, I think, in American history with the most conservative justice in American history. Like, it is going to happen. You know, miracles can happen and maybe something can stop that. But I was just like, we're, we're broken. Now we're going to get a Supreme court, uh, that is comprised of three Donald Trump justices. It's like, well, fuck it. I mean, it's not, it's not worth, and you and I talked for what, like 45 minutes or something like that um that night you talk i'm sorry i just listen you you, yes
1: but i needed (laughs) ricks calls me up ricks calls me up and i answer and boom right out the gates he's telling me what's going on zero to (sighs) a hundred i'm thinking in my head whoa 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 save it for the podcast bro save it for the podcast i'll listen but just don't let everything out at once
0: (laughs) i just i was so like i don't know man I have not felt this depressed about American democracy as I have in the past uh, 48 hours. And so, yeah, I, I told you when we were talking uh, and feel free to share what your interpretation of our chat was like. But basically, I'm just like, fuck it. I don't I don't want to know what's going on. Trump is going to say something stupid, ridiculous every single day. Mitch McConnell's going to pu- push through a justice and we're fucked like as a democracy.
1: All he said so far. From what I've read, all he said so far was that he is leaning towards. I think he said like, uh, I think he said something like, "We should i I would like to nominate a woman. I think a woman, not a, a female nominee is what we need right now, or something along those lines." That's all he's said so far.
0: Yeah. So, but it doesn't matter. I mean, literally everything that he says is a lie. So that 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 means nothing to me. Um, but it's like why. You know, why invest yourself in understanding the current ecosystem of American politics if it's fundamentally broken, which is my assumption at this point. I mean, hopefully, you know, I can be proven wrong. But bro, for the first time, probably in about a decade, I've gone now, what, two days without reading any news. Haven't gone on CNN, haven't gone on wow. Fox News, haven't gone on any of the, like, literally, I am I am blind. I, I have gone to ESPN and the Weather Channel. So I know, like, <laughs> hurricane stuff that's going on right now, and then the sports stuff that's going on right now. But I have <laughs> no interest in any other news. Uh, and, the, yeah, obviously, Weather Channel has the fires that are going out by you, um, all that. So, yeah. Which, by the way... Mrs. Thorcell, yes, you were correct. Yes, uh, we need to. And we we need were to, the ones who were we wrong. We need To issue a <laughs> sincere apology to my mother, who, <laughs> who was, uh, we we were we were. Uh, I don't want to say condescendingly, but we were very skeptical. But we in were our very heads,
1: I'll say this: we were skeptical, and in our heads, we were both thinking, "Okay, boomer, that you know the sky is red because of smoke." Okay, whatever you say. It turns out. She was right, we were wrong. And and now we
0: look like fucking jackasses, (laughs) the fact that we included that in the previous podcast. So uh, we're, 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 what, 35 minutes in, so she listens to the whole thing. So, Mom, I am so sorry. I really apologize for doubting the veracity of your claims. I should have done my own research, and I was wrong and Victor was wrong too.
1: I wish I could have uh, <laughs> I wish I could have seen my own face when I was reading the article and it said, you know, yada 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 smoke has gone as
0: far as New York. And I was like, "Oh. Uh, okay. <laughs> Well, and after you mentioned that too, I was I was looking on there. I was like, oh fuck! How did I not actually like research this myself? Because why did we just we just completely dismiss it <laughs> without any second thought? I, well, when you without think about any it, research, how ludicrous how ludicrous does it sound though? Just objectively, without actually understanding physics and how the global ecosystem works, yeah. that smoke could carry an entire continent, reaching all the way to New York City. That just seems like stuff of fantasy. I mean, that I guess I didn't really appreciate the the vastness of what the, the the fire and the smoke that was being created was. But man, that is not something that you would think off the top of your head that uh, that right. that would even be possible. So so anyway, yes, um, I'm broken. I'm literally I'm just uh, <laughs> when it comes to my political fortitude or whatever I'm. I'm just done. I I love I love politics. I I view it as a game. I view it as something to uh, entertain me. But I'm done, man. I just I can't I can't done. deal with it. Even even if Biden wins the election, which at this point in time, who the fuck knows? If they if literally, dude, this is the weirdest part, and I don't think it's going to happen. But in theory, the uh, because we've got all these absentee ballots when we vote. If Biden does win it will likely be revealed over the course of the next week or so as ballots, mail-in ballots are counted because they can't count them. M- most states anyway, you can't count the ballots until election day. So you can't open them up. So you've got millions of mail-in ballots that suddenly you have to have not just a um, the election supervisor or whatever verify them, but you have lawyers from both the Democratic and Republican side that have to sign off and say this is a legit ballot. And so typically... It will likely take a, a week to two weeks to be able to tabulate all the ballots. You get a Supreme Court that's uh, uh, that doesn't really care about that. You're going to get a 2,000, re, uh, you know, the 2,000 contested election all over again, where the Supreme Court just steps in and says, "Stop counting ballots. The winner is whoever has the most at this point in time." I'm gonna be heading to work because <laughs> it's ten o'clock now. Oh, That's where I'm gonna be headed. And you
1: don't realize how time, uh, how quickly time goes by when you're just rambling on about how broken the system is. Oh, fuck you! That, you had that. plenty of
0: opportunity. <laughs> is there anything that you wanna you wanna no. end on any any uh, uh, brief thoughts relevant or no? Irrelevant? There was
1: anything. I was gonna actually. I was going to actually try and exit sooner when you said, I'm done, I'm done. I was about to jump in and say, yes, much like this episode, (laughs) but it's 9.58, which means I have to start getting ready and then leave soon. That's appropriate. All right. A little bit on the shorter side, but that's okay.
0: Quality, not quantity. Well, I wouldn't even say that, but, you know, fair enough. All right. Until next time. (laughs) Until next time.